0: Happy day, Joy Starters. We're still talking about dreams. We're that's the overarching theme of this season of the Joy Starters podcast, and I got to tell you a lot of little different stories and a lot of little different takeaways today. Some of one of these things I've taught on before, but I think it's super important as we think about our dreams to um, revisit it. But before that, I want to take you back to a story. I've done a podcast before last season. Many of you heard it where it was a collection of my stories of things that happened while I was out and about that touched me, that met people, how they a woman ran out and hugged me at, at Dollar General. And I met a lady behind the counter at at the raceway, and, and I think her name was Crystal, and ended up loving her and giving her a book. Just crazy, beautiful stories. Well, these stories happen to me all the time in Ubers and airports and all of those things which if you're a follower of me or if you're new that's my life these stories these experiences these micro bits of joy i call them glimmers i've heard that recently and i love it it's the opposite of a trigger and so i want you to listen to this story that happened to me on sunday happy sunday y'all i have to tell you most amazing story that happened at church this morning. So, I was serving at church this morning and um, I got to serve for the first time. I was super excited and construction going on. My floors, our floors, are going to be done today and our bedrooms so are excited. That's been quite the journey, too. But so, this morning, I'm at both services and I'm giving the announcements, and my pastor's daughters, Pastor Karen and Pastor Daryl, their daughters, Katie and Abby are, they serve. And so Abby organized it and I was giving the announcements with her sister, Katie. So in the second service, it was Abby, Katie, myself, and then their mom, Pastor Kara, whom I love and adore, was sitting just a little bit farther down from them. We took communion in church this morning. So let me back up and tell you this. Since losing my mother, I am really, really drawn to maternal, warm women. doesn't matter what age you are. I just, I'm like, mama, mama. (laughs) And so Pastor Kara is like that person for me. It doesn't matter your age. It's just that warmth, right? And so in the second service, or maybe it was the first service, but it was the first service. But we were taking communion at the end and I'm on the end, and then it's Katie and Abby, and then their mom, and we all went up to take communion, and I don't remember which one of them it was, but one of them said, do you want to pray with us, and so grab communion. We were all four together, put my ear in, and I listened to the mama, Pastor Kara, pray, and y'all, I felt so included, and I just texted them all to let them know Did they even know that they were part of a God shot, a God wink, a total blessing that my mom sent from heaven to be included in a family, to be included by mama, by two sisters that could have easily said, Rachel's over there, even though she's by herself, we're just going to do communion over here, that's weird, but I mean, they could have easily, no maliciousness, they could have easily just not thought about it, right, and they done their own little prayer and their own little communion with their family. But they included me. And so there's, there's like lots of messages here. But one is be an includer. Include people. It's such a, you don't know what you're doing for certain people. They had no idea what they did for me. I just sent them a message and told them. But two, don't ever doubt that your loved ones and God are looking out for you. For you from heaven. That wasn't an accident, y'all. That wasn't an accident that they included me. I believe, I believe my mama was tugging on the his hem of his robe saying, Give my daughter that blessing. Please let her know that she's loved and she's wanted. She's included by a maternal warm woman, Pastor Kara, and her daughters that are maternal and warm. So, y'all, my cup runneth over today happy joyful tears yeah. I'm so grateful Woo. and I love you guys be an includer be an includer and never doubt that your people namely God and your people that are already in heaven are looking out for you because that my mama's fingerprints all over it love you guys. Woo, right all the feels. Just listening back to it right now gives me goosebumps from head to toe. And I want to remind you your takeaway from that story is to be an includer. To be an includer, to be to be a noticer, to be somebody who's got their not only their head on a swivel as my stepdad who's like my dad used to tell me. It's not you, it's not you that I worry about Rachel, it's all the other crazy people in the world. And so it's not just your head on a swivel, but it's being and cognizant and being hyper aware of the people around you that may need you, that mean, may need a kind word, that may need encouragement, that might need help up out of their rocking chair at, at Elizabeth Point, which I wrote about that in my book. If you're new again, I wrote a best-selling book called Relentless Joy. You should go grab it the joy, one of the biggest joys of my life is seeing people, new people that are messaging me and, oh, I'm reading this and this is happening. Would you come speak at this halfway house? And I gave it to my aunt and, and, and I just recommended it to this person and this person. And it's, it's just crazy. And it's beautiful. And speaking of that on this weekend on, I can't even talk this weekend, I get a message from my girlfriend, Kelly, and she sends me A picture of a bookshelf. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's a bookshelf. And she said, zoom in, there's your book. And I'm like, what? I'm like, well, listen, people are people. I don't fangirl. I generally don't fanboy fangirl because I worked in sports all of those years. I will tell you that I fanboyed, fangirled (laughs) at Phil Mickelson one time. Don't ask me why. Used to be a really big golfer. I will take it up again when I have more time in my life. But I was at a tournament. I was with a girlfriend. And remember, I've worked with sports people, really big people for all these years in all kinds of settings, Super Bowls, NASCAR, college football playoff, national championship games. And for whatever reason, Phil Mickelson walks by and I just, and got tongue tied, which is hilarious. But she sends me this picture and it's my book on Maria Menounos' bookshelf. Y'all, I don't know if you remember Maria Menunos, but she, I remember her from Entertainment Tonight. I remember her now. She does a, an amazing podcast, um, but I see her a lot. She does, if you're getting gas, you'll see her sometimes like on the little shows that are playing at the gas pump. But if you saw her, if you if the name doesn't ring a bell, if you saw her, you would know. But if you grew up like me watching Entertainment Tonight, you probably know who she is. But anyway, y'all, my book is sitting on her bookshelf. And I'm like, what? And there's a lot of people that wouldn't even talk about this because they want to be cool. They want to make sure they remain, hey, act like you've been there before. I've taught on this before, and I'm going to teach you again if this happens to be the first time you're listening to my podcast Uh, get excited about your life. Get excited about that amazing orange you ate today. Get excited about those micro glimmers that are huge, actually huge things Opportunities where you met people, where you loved on people, where we talked about Donald last week, my my delivery driver. Little things like that where I made a connection with and, and he remembers me and I remember him. Y'all, these tiny little things are actually huge things. And I refuse to live my life. I refuse to live my life acting cool or acting like I've been there before. If something is amazing, it's amazing. I don't know how my book got on her bookshelf, y'all. And I don't play into numbers. What I do, and I don't, I don't play stock into numbers, meaning I don't think anybody is more important because they have a million followers versus somebody who has 200 followers or 2000 followers. I just don't do that because I think a soul is a soul and worth is worth. However, when I see somebody that has a large number of, of followers, I immediately think if they like my book, if they like what I have to say, then imagine imagine what impact they could have in terms of helping me get out the word that I believe God put on my heart with this book, right? And so when Kelly, Kelly Brock, major shout out, by the way, be the friend like Kelly, by the way, be the friend like Kelly that if you see something that either reminds you of somebody or it involves you. Don't just, "Mm." she probably already saw that. "Mm, No big deal. No, send it. She got, she was as geeked for me as I was. I was like freaking out with joy. I mean, I shared it in the Joy Starters Club, which by the way, if you're not a member y'all, you're missing out. If you like this, it's our very own Patreon. It's 30 days free. What are you waiting for? Joystartersclub.com. I shared it in our chat there. I shared it. Like, I don't even know where all the places I shared it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. And She has like 2 million followers, and more than that, again, I'm grateful that she has it, and maybe she'll talk about it one day, but regardless, it's sitting on her her bookshelf, and she took a picture of it, so that kind of exposure can save and change more lives, period, end of story, right? But more than that, I want to know, how did it get there? How did it get there? Who gave it to her? How did that arrive to her? We don't know each other. Who read it and said you need it? Did she see somebody talk about it that I know? Did she find it? Did she find a review? Did she pick it up in a bookstore? Any of those things, y'all, and and I don't know. And so being the former reporter that I am, I sent her an email. I've sent her a message and an email I haven't heard back yet. I'll let you know if I do. But regardless, like there's a there's a cool kind of thing that's happened in my soul that's like, hey, like she seems like a really amazing person. She's on this healing journey, She's been through a lot, and maybe something that I say, I said in that book will bless her. Will bless her. And speaking of that, another one of these amazing little stories, I didn't record this before, but I'll tell you you one now. When we were at the AFCA, we were at the Gaylord Opryland Hotel, which amazing hotel, love it, loved it, but we had some... Snafus. Let's just say with some deliveries, and had to talk to the manager. I had to try not to be a Latina Karen. My apologies to all the Karens out there. My aunt Karen is a Karen, and she's amazing—not Karen-like at all. But we had we had some issues, right? So we I'm getting ready to check out, and they're mending something on my on my bill, and a, a girl comes up, and her name's Brianna, and I had been talking to the other manager named Brianna. And so I was talking to her as if she was the other Brianna, because like I said, it was just a whirlwind for the couple of days. We had a lot of people there, my amazing team. So I was very, very busy. And then spoke twice as well. And we had a booth, the American Football Coaches Association, like seven thousand coaches. So I am speaking to her like that, and she kind of—I see her looking at me. And she's like, oh yeah, there's another manager named Brianna. And I said, oh, and I said, well, this happened. I said, but it's okay. It's water under the bridge, but maybe here's something you guys can do to change it. Here's something that I think as somebody who's loyal to Marriott, you could do to change it. Maybe put a sign, do this. So we're having this conversation and it's a really wonderful conversation. The guys are over here. She's helping them. They're changing the bill and my folio and we're talking. And she tells me where she's from and we start to have a conversation and I get the ping in my soul with my stories as so often is with my stories. I get the ping in my soul and I said, hold on a minute. And I walked out to my car and I grabbed a book and, and I signed it for her and I gave it to her. And she was like, oh my gosh, you would do this for me? Because I told her that, that I'd written a book and she was going to look on Amazon for it or wherever she orders books. Um, small local, independent bookstores, sorry, forgive me, independent bookstore owners, <laughs> and so I gave it to her. well, I ended up, and I put my card in there, and I ended up getting a text message from her not long ago, and she sent me a few because I asked her to tell me what she loved about the book, and she 's told me like multiple beautiful stories, and she 's shared it with her aunt and all of these, these great points of interest and intersection. And it's because I, I listened to the little nudge in my soul, right, to go out there and get her a book. And that's the power of this thing that I've created that God helped me create. And so that's why I'm excited about it ending up on Maria's <laughs> bookshelf. Maria is a normal person just like you and I. And if You hear this podcast, Maria, we love you, and I can't wait to meet you, and I want to know the story of how it ended up on your bookshelf, but I want you, here's your takeaway from this. I want you to get excited about life. I want you to geek out. I want you to be like, oh my gosh, Like so-and-so thinks I'm cool, or that's amazing, or that happened and that's never happened to me before, or I haven't experienced that in a long time. Just... Don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about looking stupid. You know how stupid, I know I must look to so many people and I'm okay with it because I got this like weirdo flag in my head and, and I'm gonna be myself. I don't know how long I have on this planet. I don't know. I could have 50 plus years. I could, my time could be tomorrow, but I am determined to be my authentic self, the person that God created, and not be anything else, and 1,000% myself. And so I hope you take away from that first story to um, be an includer, to be an includer like Pastor Kara, like Abby, like Katie. I hope you also take from Brianna and the manager that story to follow the nudge. If you feel the nudge to turn around, as as my girlfriend Natasha calls them as well, the nudge to turn around and love somebody, help somebody to talk to them, that you will do that. And then this story with Maria, I hope you take from that just to get excited, man. Get excited about life. Stop trying to be cool and act like you've been there and, oh, I got all, I got this. No, get excited. And I've talked about this in a previous podcast, and it's been really neat to have people share back with me and say, you taught me like, like, revel in my joy like a pig in crap, revel in my joy, get excited about it. And that one of my friends was telling me, he's like, I'm I'm, my, I'm getting excited for things happening to my kid and telling them to get excited and, and to not act like you've been there before. Looking back on all of these memories, covering Super Bowls and all these different things that I did in my life. And I am, I'm still, I'm like, wow, Rachel, you did like some amazing things because they're popping up in my Facebook feed around this time you did some amazing things. You, you've you lived a really neat life. And I don't know what those things are for you, whether it's kids or a beautiful marriage or a farm or building a house or got a great job or you went to Greece. I don't know what your cool thing is. You learned a leather language. You started a business or a side hustle. But I hope you look back at your life and 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 get excited about it too and think, I did some really cool things. And if you've been holding back, now is the time to go for it. Now is the time to go for it. Y'all know y'all weren't gonna get another podcast without, get away from me without me singing. So those are some of the takeaways that I have for you with these stories, okay? And the last thing I wanna teach you today and I wanna talk to you about today is this, and it's a super important one. As we are reaching for these dreams, as we are thinking about these dreams, as we are thinking about what we wanna accomplish in our life a natural thing that happens to human beings and if it doesn't happen to you please come over here and teach me your ways reach out to me and teach me your ways because i i it happens to me but a natural human tendency is to be jealous to see somebody get an opportunity get a job get a speaking gig get something that you wanted and naturally be jealous and so, this would crop its, what happened to me when I was in sports casting too, and I saw somebody get an opportunity that I wanted. And I felt that twinge of jealousy. And so, I developed something that I do to be able to combat that. And what I do is I will pause, I will speak to the feeling, the jealousy, I will speak to it, and I will acknowledge it. Okay. And then I will go through a series of questions and kind of checks and balances. And and I will think about the person that I'm thinking about that I feel envy or jealous of. And I will say, you don't know what that person's been through, do you, Rachel? Well, no. You don't know what setbacks that person has faced, do you, Rachel? Well, no. You don't know how hard they've worked. Well, no. You don't know what they've endured behind the scenes that they've never let you see on social media. Well, no. And by the time I get through those checks and balances, I find myself now cheering and praying for that person. So what started out as jealousy ends up in cheering for somebody and praying for somebody. And so I want you to think about this practice the next time that you feel this natural human emotion, which is, again, natural for all of us. And I want you to let me know. Send me a message. Let me know if you... If, if it turns it around for you, if you end up able to cheer for or pray for somebody. Because here's the thing I know. Once I get through that initial feeling, I'm reminded that you can't take what's mine. What's meant for me is meant for me. A job, an opportunity, a person. If somebody can take your mate, your mate, first of all, wasn't very loyal, and maybe that person wasn't for you. So I if I can go do those checks and balances, and I can pray for them, and I can encourage them and cheer for them, I can also usher jealousy out the door. And I can say, you know what? They, I don't know what hinged on that. I don't know what they needed to pay with that speaking engagement. I don't know what that was leading to for them. I don't know what kind of personal accolade that was for them. But you know what? I'm excited for them. And God has something, whatever it is you believe, like to be inclusive here, but God has something beautiful for me too. And my path is my path that's going to touch somebody and affect somebody. And I pray and hope that they went out and accomplished what they were set out to do and did it even better than they thought they could do. So man, it's a powerful practice. It's such a powerful practice. And if you put it into practice, You will watch your life transform and you too can usher jealousy and envy right out the door. And so just a thought there about a natural human emotion that many of us have. I'm going to leave you with one more clip. This is from my time with Tuscaloosa County High School, but it applies to you too. One of the greatest things that I get to do is teach people how to love themselves So this was speaking to the ninth graders at Tuscaloosa County High School. They were having a little behavior issue, some behavior issues, and they brought me in to talk to them. And so that was an interesting talk for me and very challenging, and I love a challenge. People ask me all the time, what are you doing when you're not on the road? I'm studying. I'm reading. I'm watching other speakers. I'm taking notes. I'm cultivating new talks. I'm learning. I'm seeking. I'm growing. I'm planning speaking engagements and writing another book and running a movement and all of these things. But this one was particularly challenging because I didn't want to beat them down and say, they brought me in that say you suck. And so I want to build them up. It's like that sandwich, build them up and then give them some constructive criticism and build them up. And so we talked about loving yourself. And, and when we're angry, that's really just the symptom. There's a cause up underneath there. And if you get curious about your pain, you can figure out why you're bullying. You can figure out why you're being mean to somebody or being mean to yourself. We talked about a lot of different things, and then I was able to kind of lay it on them. Hey, this is why I was brought in here, but I believe you can turn it around. I believe you can be better. I believe you can change a narrative. And so, listen to this clip that I said, shared with these ninth graders. And thank you to my friend Krista for capturing this, these ninth graders. But I think you will be able to take something from it too. It's short, it's sweet. Here you go. Now, notice the greatest part of that video is their reaction. They were screaming, they were hollering because I was teaching a group of young people at a young, tender age how to love themselves. And my mom did a great job, man. My family did a great job. But society, kids, school, moving to a new town, social media, all of those things will suck the joy right out of you when you're that age and a, and a teenager. And even with parents pouring into you, even with parents telling you you're amazing, you're great and a great home life, it's it's still hard, right? We need every possible avenue and person and village, people in the village pouring into our kids and telling them and our older people and, I mean, all ages, right? I always talk about I work with six to, to 96 but it was the, the joy of my life, one of my greatest joys. And I say that about uh, more than a few things. This work I get to do, that's the umbrella. This work I get to do, to hear their screams, to, to hear them get it, to hear their souls get it, for, to, to know that I'm teaching somebody that age and the messages afterwards and the hugs and the, you touch me and you help me and you've changed my life and Miss Rachel and all of these things, but to teach somebody what I wish somebody would have come alongside outside of my family. It taught me at that age, like how to radically love yourself, love yourself enough to know you got things to work on, things you need to be better at, but also a fundamental deep love for yourself. And that's what I have. That's what I have. I, I think I'm pretty amazing. I think that I have a big heart. I think that my soul is beautiful and that never fades. I think that I have a purpose and a vision, and I think I've changed and helped people's lives, and I know we've saved a few along the way, and and for that and many other reasons, and that, and I'm a child of the Most High God, and you're a child of the Most High God. For all those reasons, I love myself and many more, and I want you to have that same kind of love, too, and to get to teach ninth graders that at that tender age when life hits, And crap hits the fan to have that fundamental belief to say, I do not receive that. (laughs) And then to hear their cheers, man, is just everything. And so I want to leave you with that today and say this. If you like what I do, if you like it, if you love me, if you like it, the natural next step, and it costs you nothing, is to go to joystartersclub.com. That is free 30 days, free 30 days of a chat a dedicated chat we have a either it's going to be quarterly or monthly because it probably won't happen in a month but we're doing group projects together for those that want to get their hands in and get more involved and have more touch in the group we have a monthly meeting at third tuesday of the month we have um, weekly text messages to you we have monthly challenges we have a free quarterly gift we have all sorts of pdf downloads in the app a dedicated app But it's free for the first 30 days so that you don't have to put a credit card in. You don't have to do anything. Just enjoy it. My gift. And also inside there is my 1st ebook and a course that I did. It's a $99 value. I'm giving it to you for free. So if you like this and you're listening and you're like, I want a little bit more of her, joystartersclub.com. Totally free. No obligation. And if after 30 days you decide to stick around, it's the cost of a latte per month. A latte. $6.99 a month. You got it? I love you. I hope you've enjoyed this smattering, smothered, chunked, diced, and covered. Let's talk about the Waffle House (laughs) of stories this week. But these are the things that were on my heart. These little micro glimmers, these huge things that that we think are the tiny things are actually the big things that make up our life. And thank you for getting me. Thank you for subscribing to my version of Weirdo, hearing the music that I play. And thank you. I, I, I can't, thank you enough. Go out there this week. Think about your dreams. Write them down. Get in the Joy Starters Club. Be a blessing to somebody. Be a noticer. Be somebody who's got their head on the swivel, right? Be somebody who is willing to help, willing to get involved. Lord knows we need more of you. Be like Pastor Kara. Be like Katie. Be like Abby. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. And as always, Please share this with somebody. Like, subscribe, do all those things. But I'd love to hear from you. If something in this podcast touched you, be the person that reaches out to me and tell me how it touched you, how it blessed you. I so love hearing from you. Have a great day.